This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Despite goals to end global hunger by the end of the decade, the problem is actually getting worse. That's the conclusion of a new report tracking the amount of people in the world without enough to eat. As many as 828 million people were affected by hunger in 2021, a jump of about 150 million since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. David Beasley is the executive director of the World Food Program. He says many factors are playing into growing world hunger. The numbers are going clearly in the wrong direction. Example, in early 2022, we were already facing a perfect storm from the combined effects of conflict, climate change, and COVID's economic ripple effects, and, and soaring global inflation. And just when you think it can't get any worse, because we had Ethiopia, then Afghanistan, and then boom, Ukraine happens, the breadbasket of the world. He says several steps can be taken to react to the report's conclusions. First, we urgently need a political solution to Ukrainian wheat and grain so they can re-enter the global markets, open up the ports, let's get it moving. Number two, Humanitarian organizations need substantial new funding to deal with the skyrocketing levels of hunger that we're seeing around the world. The gap between the funding we receive and the number of people who need our help is widening all the time. He says other key steps include a resistance to protectionist trade policies and investing in resilience programs to help poor communities protect themselves from worsening hunger. Steve Davies has a look at the report in his story on agripulse.com. In other news, a powerful storm ripped through the Midwest Tuesday evening and farmers are working to assess the damage. Winds topping 90 miles per hour were detected throughout South Dakota and Iowa, southern Minnesota, southwestern Wisconsin, and northern Illinois. Farm Bureau Government Affairs Director R.J. Layer says producers should reach out to their insurance providers with damage reports within 72 hours of discovery. Seeing that this derecho was a month earlier in the growing season than the one we had in 2020, I got a feeling some of these crops may bounce back. Those crops are taken to harvest. Producers will still need to follow good farming practices. However, in the case that a crop will not be taken to harvest, that producer's AIP will work with them to identify check strips that they can use for future appraisals. One bright spot is the storm doesn't appear to have held the destructive power of the August 2020 derecho that spanned the state of Iowa. Finally today, if you're looking to have a discussion about transitioning the farm to the next generation, a little empathy is encouraged. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. Families hesitant to have talks about farm transitions may benefit from using some simple psychotherapy tools. University of Maryland Extension Specialist Alex Chan says everyone can strive to be empathetic and open. That means recognizing where someone else's views and emotions come from. Our goal in being skillful communicators is to decrease resistance. The quickest way to do that is upfront acknowledging the things that come between people. Sometimes people delay the conversation for exactly these reasons. What about the non-farming heirs? Is the adult child ready to take on more responsibility? How do we talk about the older farmer's health? Chan recommends taking a moment to collect yourself before broaching a family member about having difficult talks. Make sure that you can start the conversation with a positive tone of voice and with more of an invitation than a command. Um, you're more likely to 
set off on the right foot. He says acknowledging where someone else is coming from doesn't mean putting your own feelings aside. It means genuinely staying open to everyone's ideas. He says speaking confidently while being friendly is important. If you initiate a conversation about a tense topic and you're already fidgety, you're going to put the other person in that nervous place, too. Chan says the strategies for good farm transition conversations are the same as he recommends for any business or relationship. He offered his tips during a webinar last week sponsored by the University of Nebraska Center for Agricultural Profitability. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The Securities and Exchange Commission's proposed climate rule will hurt farmers and ranchers. The agency should not regulate rural America like it regulates Wall Street. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.